Today on the Sales Life Podcast. Once you learn how to do something, the formal learning stops. And you move on to the next how. And so you find yourself that you're living a life of how, but you're not living a fulfilling life of when. All right, welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of selling. Because I want you to be a top producer, not only professionally, but also personally as well. And to do that, you're going to have to take some supplements. And let me tell you what those supplements are. It's your vitamin C's. And it's eight vitamin C's. And these are the vitamin C's that we learn in the sales profession, but you can apply to your life as well. Because I say sales is life, life is sales, because we're all selling our way to, through, and from something. So let me tell you what those vitamin C's are. It's the art of communication, connection, creativity, curiosity. You got to be consistent. You got to be a constant learner. You got to be coachable. And you have to not only be able to handle the criticism, but also recycle the criticism into some powerful, igniting fuel. So if that's you, you're in the right place. If that's not you, you're in the right place because we're going to help get you there. And a book I want you to check out is Jim McKelvey's book, The Innovation Stack. And if you don't know the name Jim McKelvey, You probably know his product. Jim is the co-founder of Square, which uh, he co-founded with uh, Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter. And Square is that little box that you see plugged into the top of someone's cell phone so that way they can accept credit card payments. And today specifically, man, I want to talk about chapter 12. It's an amazing book, man. But I want to just specifically harp on chapter 12. And I don't want to drill down into super, super uh, detailed specifics because what I want to do is I just, I want to, um, I want to glaze, you know, you're, you're, you're my donut today. (laughs) And I just, I just want to put that, that glaze on top of you. You're warm. You're ready, man. You're ready for change, but you need a little glaze, man. You just can't be the dough. You need some icing to go with that. Like I said, every, every analogy I put in life, man. It's got everything to do with food, man. And so chapter 12, man, talks about when. When is the right time? And if you're like me, that's a question that you ask and have asked your entire life. And you find that you're stutter stepping back and forth, forward, backward, forward, back, forward, backward. But you're standing in one spot because you're hesitant of when to make that move, whatever your move is. To the book, schools teach and emphasize how to do something, but they don't teach when because when is difficult to study. I mean, if you think about it, man, there's no textbook of when. You can't go to Barnes & Noble or Books A Million or 
as many books are self-published on Kindle, I don't think there's a book of when. And so when you're scratching, trying to determine how to do something, well, when you're discovering how to do something, the only way you're going to discover it is reps, 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 reps until you get the desired result. Like in sales, man, you know, we could teach sales in theory. I could teach you in a classroom. I could teach you the product knowledge. I could teach you all of these different things. We could sit there in a classroom all day long and I can teach you how to sell. But when to apply specific techniques, that's a situation of timing. So determining how to do something, man, it, it takes the reps. And after many, many reps, Arnold Schwarzenegger said that's the secret of his success is reps, reps, reps. Then that's when you start getting the desired results. But let me tell you a twist of this. And McKelvey puts it so brilliantly, so brilliantly simple. I mean, it's right there in front of our eyes, yet we, I never thought about it like this. And he says, once you learn how to do something, the formal learning stops. And you move on to the next how. And so you find yourself that you're living a life of how, but you're not living a fulfilling life of when. That's why things sometimes seem empty and frustrating for you. And it just doesn't seem like anything's coming together for you. Because chances are, I was thinking about this, chances are, man, you've been jumping from when to when, to, I mean, from how to how to how. And so once you figure out how to do something, you're jumping on to the next how. And it's kind of the chicken or the egg syndrome, right? But you got to learn how before you can ever learn when, when it's actually going to work. But you're going to find that you already have the techniques. What you lack is the timing. But then this, this is where it gets even deeper. How do you study timing? And McKelvey said you don't. Because there's no perfect way to learn it. But what you can instead do is learn to recognize patterns when opportunities arise. This is when McKelvey decided to become, and what I want you to become, is a student of when. Because if you're ever asked, when's the best time to start, now or later? A, a mover is always <laughs> going to choose now. Now is the only option. Because the reward goes to the first mover, right? But when is the timing just right?
Because what gets frustrating is, while you're sitting there trying to figure out the timing, is the time just right? Everyone else around you seems to be lapping you. And you're just standing there, stutter-stepping back forth, back forth, back forth, back forth, waiting on just the right time in order to take that leap. So you've got to adopt the mentality that McKelvey adopted. Right feels early. And McKelvey writes, if the timing feels right, you're probably too late. <laughs> if the timing feels right, you're probably too late. Because the times humans feel right is when we are in sync with the rest of the herd. And everybody moves. The world moves in a herd mentality. And so when you feel like that, oh, now's the right time, and it all feels right, you're late. Because it's also going to feel right to a hundred other people who have the same idea. So if it feels too early, you're probably right. And you got to get away from this herd mentality, man. This is where I say where everybody else is zigging, you got to zag. You got to go opposite. And where, and that's what 99.999% of the world is waiting for the timing to be just right. They're waiting for that feeling. But when the feeling arrives, dude, you're too late. It's too late. So this is where you got to be a contrarian. And like Tillman Fertitta said, the, um, the guy we've talked about before, he owns the Golden Nugget Casinos. He owns uh, 800 restaurants, which is, and he's, he's not a publicly traded company. He's on his own. And he said, while everybody else is buying, I build. I build my cash. I build my reserves. And that way, when everybody else starts running for the hills, that's when I buy. See, everybody's maneuvering on feelings. And what I want you to do is, I want you to be a student of when. And that's difficult. When do I get started, Marsh? Because when you get started, or right before you get started, you're probably trying to prepare for the contingency plans, right? Well, if this goes wrong, if this happens, all the contingencies must be in place. Then, when it all, all I got all that worked out, then I'm going to bust a move. McKelvey writes, there is no way to know when the unknown is arriving. But it probably arrives sooner than you think. So, all that says, basically, is you're, pre you're preparing for all these things. But understand, everything that you're preparing for is from the scope of what you already know. And there's the unknown. And you have no idea 
when the unknown is arriving. Ask anyone who's dealing with any business owner who has had to deal with COVID. Ask any salesperson who has had to deal with the COVID pandemic. Nobody nobody knew about that. You could have all the contingency plans in the world. Nobody saw that one coming. And it's going to come sooner than you think. So what you have to do is you have to start winning. W-H-E-N-N-I-G. And you got to constantly adjust the plan along the way. Because the plans are never going to be perfect. And you're always, it's always going to take adjustment. And so what you think in your mind is the right path. You could be on a whole different path as time goes on. So as you adjust the plan, you must also rely on the horizon of possibility. And I love this thought. And the horizon of possibility is just beyond what you see. Things are happening to help your cause. Because if you're waiting to see it first, you're too late. Case in point from McKelvey in Square. The innovation of the cell phone was, you know, that there was rapid, the, 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 uh, the technology was rapidly increasing. And there was a disconnect between the advancement of mobile phone and the square. Because the disconnect is the massive stone walls of the credit card companies. And dude, it took a lot of luck. And I mean, just one decision could have derailed everything. Really. And when you read the book, man, you're going to see, you know, it seems so clear now. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know, develop this because of, you know, and I can just plug this thing into the phone. But imagine coming up with this concept when cell phones were just starting to, um, they weren't fully capable as they are now. So many times, dude, you're looking at what you see right now and you're saying, oh, that makes perfect sense. But it'll never make sense when you're that early. And so what McKelvey had to do is he had to, this is where the innovation stack comes in. What he had to do is, is he had to work on the technology and the design and the facilitation and the idea of Square. All the while, and there was a hundred other things he had to work on while the mobile phone was still advancing, while there was still a disconnect with the credit card companies. And it took that horizon of possibility thinking where he had, which is called faith, which is where he had to do, he had to work on his innovation stack because he trusted in the fact that things are happening beyond what he could see or comprehend.
Because McKelvey advises you, man, the change and innovation are constantly increasing at a massive rate of speed. And here's what's key. Once you become used to the pace of whatever that new change is, once you become used to that pace, you're already thinking too slow. Because most, not all, but most, is beyond your comprehension and your control. This is why you got to leap and grow your wings along the way. And I posted something recently on uh, Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. Connect with me if you're not there, at Marsh Bice. And I posted a picture. Big people don't laugh at big ideas. Only small people do. And I imagine when McKelvey first rolled out with this idea of being able to accept a credit card on a cell phone. I mean, think back when you first got a cell phone. Did you ever think it could do what it does today? No. And I imagine if he ever told small people that idea, they laughed at him. But big people don't laugh at big ideas. Because big people think like you do. And so where they're smiling at first and you tell them the big idea, all of a sudden they get serious and they're like, ooh. And I'm creating this episode. Specifically, I don't know why. Because I think you need to hear it. God knows I needed to hear it. Because there are things that I want to do with the sales life. And, you know, if I said, I want to be the top podcast in the world. If I told someone who doesn't even have a podcast or just started a podcast, they'd probably laugh and say, bro, there's no way. You live in Lake Charles, Louisiana. You don't live in a big city. You're not connected to big people. See, they're looking at only what they see. But if I told Joe Rogan that, that I'm going to surpass you, he said, well, bring it on, big boy. Let's see what you got. Big people don't laugh at big ideas. So I'm posting this episode because I think you need to hear it. Because there's something that you've been pulling on the reins of doing. And that's why I want to just be the glaze on your donut, man. I want to be the 30,000 foot view because I don't want to get specific because I don't, I don't want to say, well, oh, well, Marsh, I don't have a podcast, so this doesn't apply to me. No, it applies to you because you're sitting there hesitating on the timing and there is no perfect timing. You just have to be a student of when. Because the timing is never going to be just right. And if it feels early, it's probably right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Before you turn this off and go on to the next episode, Whatever you're going to, man, be sure and share today's episode with someone else, someone who needs to hear this. Post it also on your socials, man. If you don't know, if you if, if you don't know who specifically needs to hear this, man, I would love you long time 
if you would just copy the link to today's episode and embed it into one of your posts and say, if you're waiting on the timing, here's, here's one that you need to hear. Someone needs to hear this. Someone. And if you don't want to be all freaky about, oh, you need to hear it, why the hell did you send me this one? Then just post it on your social. You can just embed the link. The only one you can embed it on is, um, is Instagram. But if you go over a minute video, if you want to paraphrase this, this uh, and tag me in it, man, paraphrase it with a minute and five second video. If you go a minute and five seconds, it switches to IGTV. And then that way you can embed a link, a link to your podcast, a link to this podcast, a link to your blog for more details, whatever, man, tag me in it. I want to help support you also. And also, if you could, man, drop a line, man, drop a line and let me know what you think about the sales life. Leave a review and a rating and let others know what you feel about it as well. Because we need more people, man. I've got the horizon of possibility thinking. And some days, man, it just, it seems like it's just not, it's not growing like I want it to. But it's not all up to me because I can't grow this show without you. I can post all the, I, I can do one every day again. But it won't grow if it doesn't resonate and you don't share it with others. So I need you, man. I can't, I, when I literally, I, I've, I've said that before, your vote counts. And your vote 100% counts. You're a voting member. You're a board member of the sales life. And I need you to cast a vote and help support the show. The only thing I ask you to do is that right there, if you would. And also um, connect with Jim McKelvey. Uh, I don't even know what socials he's on. So I'm saying that and I haven't even connected with him either. But I'm about to as soon as I get off this call. Uh, But connect with him, man. Definitely get the book. If you're going to connect with him that way, I'm telling you, uh, grab the book and... um, you're going to get a lot out of it because you may not be inventing the next square, but you're an innovator. And whether you're in sales, whether you're in life, whether you're in the sales life, it's all about innovation. And if you see it, if you're waiting to see it, it's probably too late. All right. Stay ahead. Everything's moving faster than what you can comprehend, faster than what you can control. You just do your part. Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.